The Morning Sports Desk, available on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and WadenaRadio.com. It is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, the 23rd of February. I'm CJ Baumgartner. That's Corey Tackman. And it's Section Individual Wrestling Friday. Section 6A coverage tonight, Corey. Section 6A Individual Wrestling on KWAD. That's 101.7 FM and AM 920. Online at wadinaradio.com slash KWAD. Kyle Gilseen and Dan Lawson will have not all of the action, but all of the most important action for the evening. Um, Wrestling actually gets going in the afternoon today. The finals are scheduled to start around 7.30. Depending on how things move along, it might be sooner than that. It could very likely be later than that. The original schedule had um, fifth place starting uh, maybe around like seven, something like that, and then rolling into the championships and then the true seconds. The schedule's changed a little bit. Those championship matches are going to happen first. Then, Then I think fifth place just to allow those second place finish in case there needs to be some true seconds. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's potentially a really late evening of wrestling from the Wadena Deer Creek Middle and High School, but it's worth it because a trip to the state tournament is is officially on the line. So we're gonna have coverage tonight starting around 715. Um wrestling fans just take note. Um things could go sooner, things could go later. You're just gonna have to hold on and 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 we'll find out as it happens. As it turns out, individual wrestling tournaments can get a little fluid. They get a little fluid, especially when it comes with the with the wrestlebacks, right? And those true mm-hmm. seconds. If those get um, out of hand, if they're not out of hand, that's the wrong that's the wrong term. If if there's a lot of them, yeah, then we're talking about well, there's just a lot that needs to happen. It's a lot of extra matches that that need to happen. I really like the the concept of of true seconds, though. It's such a unique thing to wrestling i and uh, i love right. it i love it. like we want to make sure we get the people who who to represent us at the state tournament who best deserve it and wrestling is such a sport about well i didn't lo- team concept is based on who beat who so right. it should be when it comes to an opponent who beat who for sure so uh, i like that a lot it's going to be a busy night on kwad tonight looking forward to state wrestling next week and well, I tell you what, it's uh, it we're already a little busy, and we've been talking about it. It seems like for a month. Next week is the busy. Hold time. on to your horses. It's Pony Express around here for for the next three weeks at least. It's gonna be yeah. S- it's I I'll say it now. It's gonna be sweet. I'll say it when it's over. That was sweet. And if you catch me in a bad moment in between there, I might be like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I am sleep depraved, Corey says. I am, I'm so tired. <laughs> but, I mean, you mentioned it. Yeah, the wrestlebacks are, are really cool, just a unique part of it and being able to establish somebody. And, and more importantly, it just gets them an extra match. Uh, it could be, you know, especially when you get down to the state tournament, you know, you might not be playing for the state championship, but what you do get to play uh, wrestle for is you get a chance just to wrestle one more time. And for a senior, that's important to get that final match. That's important. And yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a busy 
coverage today with Dan and Kyle do a great job as always. They're going to be down. Uh, they're going to be in Wadena today. They're going to be down at the state tournament next week for all the action. It's just going to be a whole lot of stuff. And like you said, it's going to be busy. It's going to be hectic on our end, but it's worth it because those playoffs are fun. The atmospheres are great. And people want to listen to the championships and to the state and all that kind of stuff. So it's really, really fun to, to get to do some of this stuff. And we look forward to doing that as well. And speaking of the state tournament next week, Corey, we have a little bit of state wrestling previews for uh, the teams that are heading down there. We're working on lining up interviews with the coaches. Uh, we mentioned this a little bit on yesterday's episode of the sports desk, but we're working on lining up interviews and getting ready to talk to the coaches uh, who are going down there and give you a little state tournament preview coming out early next week. So as you drive down to the state tournament or just getting ready to listen uh, on Thursday to all the coverage, you know, you get a chance to to hear from the coaches and and to get another layer of readiness for the state team tournament. The uh, morning sports desk state wrestling special. I'm excited about this, um, obviously, because it's fun to hear from the coaches. But this is the first time the morning sports desk kind of dips into one of these like special features that is is going right. to be it's it's going to be really cool and and i think a neat opportunity to recognize these teams and these coaches and the efforts that their seasons have put in so uh, i i think it's going to be i think it's going to be really cool in addition to all the regular morning sports desk stuff which by the way we got to be closing in on episode 500 here for the morning sports desk it's got to be really close it's got to be really close. I'd have to look at the official and numbers, but yeah. So to add this one to it now, to have a, a special edition for the first time in, in morning sports desk history, I'm kind of proud of us for being able to pull something like that off. Well, and see, we've done some, like, obviously we do the activities directors and news typically on Fridays. We were working to get mm -hmm. the special together. So we kind of delayed this week's AD interview, but um, you know, really We've done, we've interviewed like Coach Olson of the OTC football team. We've interviewed uh, Coach Clemick of Nevis football. We've interviewed uh, uh, Parker's Prairie head coach. We've interviewed Radney. Like, we've interviewed coaches when they've gotten to certain levels. But yeah, like you said, this is the first time we're doing like, uh, it's not just, hey, today's episode, we're talking to this. We're doing like a full on preview, which is going to be awesome. And hopefully, we get a girls team and hopefully, we get a boys team that we cover to make it to the state tournament in basketball. So we can do it for them too. And baseball and softball and track and field and all that. Uh, it's awesome to get to talk to these coaches and reward them because, you know, as much as the end of the day, they want to focus on the competitions and the, and the races and the games, whatever it is. I mean, it's fun to, to take a victory lap and get to show off how hard your kids have worked to, to get to this point. Absolutely. Nothing further, nothing further coach. That was perfect. So in our state sports today, uh, it's Minnesota Timberwolves Day on ESPN, Corey. Yeah, like, I saw that. We've talked about how the Timberwolves have gotten no love uh, in the national media. I think they only have three different, uh, they only have three total like primetime nationally televised games this season. Uh, and I think this might be like the last one of the season, but ESPN is rolling out the red carpet. So yeah. here's what it is. Um, it's already started based on the time of this recording, but Carl Anthony Towns was on first take today at nine 30. Nas Reed is going to be on sports center at around 1120. So, you know, Nas Reed to that. 
Uh, Rudy Gobert has a film session on SportsCenter. That's going to be at noon. Anthony Edwards is going to be on SportsCenter at noon. Mike Conley is going to be on ESPN's NBA Today program at 2 o'clock. Anthony Edwards is going to be on NBA Countdown with Stephen A. Smith. And, of course, all leading up to the Wolves hosting the Bucks to return from the All-Star break at the Target Center on ESPN at 9 o'clock tonight. And Alex Rodriguez, at some point in the broadcast, Timberwolves' owner, is going to join the broadcast. So, really, I mean, Corey, does this kind of make up for the lack of Timberwolves content we've gotten from the major network? No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, it's cool, though. It's it's cool that they're getting some love. It's cool that their people are 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 recognized. It's I mean, what what is the Wolves record? Do you know that or or how far? They have thirty nine wins. That's 39, all. Okay, they're like so, thirty nine and sixteen, I think. So we're like two thirds of the way through the season now. Yes. Yep. Um, is where we're at. Uh, you know, it's this has been we we had a little conversation uh, earlier this morning about about when you start. When you start talking about teams who are contenders, it is most easy in the national media, in any media, uh, whatever. If you're not a fan of a specific team, if you're just broadly talking, it's really easy to talk about who's the hottest right now. Mm-hmm. Who's like, you know, red hot, not flashing a pan. That's not fair to them. But like, who's just lightning hot? And it was the Clippers. Um, it might still be the Clippers. I don't know off the top of my head if they're still playing good basketball. Uh, Golden State is playing really good basketball. Um, LeBron has an entire career of red hottedness that you can always. It's it's really easy to talk about. Man, this team is hot right now. Is there any reason why they can't win the championship? It's much harder to talk about a team that has just been perennially steady the entire season long. And it's so weird to say that that's our Minnesota Timberwolves team, but they have been all season long. They have been like essentially no worse than the third team in the entire league. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's not, you can't just talk about if you're a national media person, you can't just talk about the Timberwolves every single time because all they're doing is just, flatlining at the highest level possible. But what here's what is fun to talk about. Holy buckets for three straight weeks. The Clippers are on fire. Is Kawhi Leonard actually the best player in the entire world? Oh right. my gosh. Golden state can't lose anything right now. Since Draymond came back, they've been red hot and boy, Steph is showing some, some old school Steph stuff, which by the way, he's on pace for, I think more threes this year than in his entire career or something like that. More cowbell is always the answer. It's just insane what Steph is actually doing again this season. But it was weird there for Golden State, right? If just every day you started off the show and you're like, Timberwolves are still in first place, is this the team? Yeah, I guess probably. (laughs) No one can knock them off. Um, So that's been a weird thing. That's like a weird perspective on this Timberwolves season. Yeah. Does it does that excuse no one talking about the Timberwolves all year? I finally looked the other day. Chris Finch is finally, I think, number two in coach of the year. Yep. Um, voting. There's not a single Timberwolf who's gonna win the MVP unless Ant goes ballistic down the stretch here, right. which is in play. Um, 
He could he could he could seal something like that up. Nobody for the Wolves is going to win an MVP. Um, Finch is not a favorite to win Coach of the Year, which is weird. Um, I suppose Gobert is maybe in like a comeback Player of the Year sort of probably situation. defensive Player of the Year and in defensive Player of the Year discussions. But they don't have like an individual that you can focus your attention on. You know what I mean? Right. Well, um, people try to make it Anthony Edwards, and I think that's not right. wrong. But like what Cat and Gobert and all the other role players do, like it's not just that Anthony Edwards is willing this team to victory. He's an important part, and he's one of the most talented, if not the talented, most talented person on the team. But like this isn't Anthony Edwards' team. This is just a straight up a very talented basketball team that's playing good basketball. It might be his team as far as like vocal leadership or heart and soul, whatever malarkey you want to like face like of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think. And, but as far as like he, what the Timberwolves aren't doing, what he's doing, if like if you in terms of like a Luka Doncic or something, right? That is not what is happening. They're, they're doing what they're doing because of team defense and doing enough on offense. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, to bring it all back around, is that is it a surprise that nobody's talking about them when that's the team that they're bringing to the floor every night? I guess not really, but I don't know what else the team has to do besides be in first place all season long to get talked about. It's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Right, exactly. If you look at the Western Conference standings right now, Timberwolves in first place. The Thunder are a game back. The Clippers, two and a half games back. You mentioned, Corey, the the people did have the conversation about the Clippers two weeks ago. Like, are they the hottest team in basketball? You know, playoff P, Kawhi, and James Harden. And then the Timberwolves go on the road into their building and beat them. Like, and nobody seemed to care. Like, that's the funny part about it. Like, yeah. that's that's how good they've been. And they, like you said, they've been steady. Their worst stretch of the season, they played, I don't know, like three and three in a six-game span. And we all, and those losses weren't great. It was to like San Antonio and, and some right. bad teams. But like we talked about, yeah, you'll have one of those losses every once in a while. And then they respond by going on the road and beating the hottest team in basketball, the LA Clippers. Like they're a team that they're trying to shake off those past demons. And I know the playoffs are, you can't, you can't answer that until they actually get here. But in terms of things in the regular season, you know, like last year, things would get weird. They wouldn't necessarily handle bad competition. They're doing that better. It's not a hundred percent, but you're never going to have a hundred percent They're, You know, they still can be childish. They still can be immature at times, but it certainly is smoothed out. And it certainly has in a lot of ways. And so that's the fun part. Um, I guess I know that like we can't really watch and, you know, unless we've recorded it, we'll probably only see clips on social media. But which of those clips, whether it's Cat on First Take, Nas on SportsCenter, Rudy on SportsCenter doing a film session, Ant on SportsCenter, or with Stephen A. Smith, Mike Conley on NBA Today, which content, if you got a choice, you could only consume one of them, which one would be the one to consume? Ant and Stephen A. Are you kidding me? Those guys are walking geysers of BS that comes spewing out of their mouth. That'll that could be the weirdest thing that airs on ESPN in years. Right. That is the ability in terms of content and you know meme ability. Like that's going to be the one where like clips are going to be. You're going to find five second clips and NBA Twitter is going to be use them for the next five years. Like that's going to be where it's at. Uh, I would say in the case of just saying something different, uh, I think Rudy Gobert in a film session would be interesting because Rudy Gobert is a very smart player. So hearing him like break down film and hearing him talk about his process and, you know, him being everywhere, but also relying on it, like it'd just be a very fun, 
I think it'd be very interesting. It wouldn't be like in theory, if that's what it turns into, it's also right. for television. It might just right, be, it might just be nothing but fluff, which won't. But if that's good in the Conley thing, if those could be good, those Mike could be Conley good too, on but... NBA Today could be good. Hearing him talk about just this team, that'd be interesting. But totally fascinating. But is is any of it going to be as as like you can feel it in your core? Like I just I. It, Anthony Edwards does one thing every season that makes me go, no, Anthony, don't do that. And everything else that comes out of his mouth and that he, I just, how can you not like him? I heard a, I heard a, uh, an interview the other day. It was two comedians actually. And um, the guy goes, the guy goes, I actually don't think you get by on charisma. I think you get by on charm. And right. that is your special situation. And then he's like, Ted Bundy got by on charisma. <laughs> <laughs> that guy wasn't charming. That guy had charisma. You get in these, you know, he's talking to this other char Anthony Edwards. I I think it's really easy to say he has charisma. He's 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 overflowing with it, but he's charming as hell. That's the, I think is probably most defining feature right, right now. Is just everything that guy says, you just go, ah. Ah, and gosh, I can't, what a, I just like that guy so much. That's charm. He is full of charm. He's full of charm. He's a guy that, uh, uh, talks about shooting left-handed and then does it in warmups at the all-star game and shoots one. And I don't know if he made it or not, but the camera just hung on ant and Chris Finch is standing like their shoulder to shoulder Ant shoots it with his left hand. And he turns and Finch turns and they both turn at like the same time. And they're both smirking at each other. And Ant's like, uh-huh. See, like, look at me. I can do it. And Finch has that smirk of like, I love you, but I'm going to kill you kind of a Ant, thing. Ant is the guy on every junior high baseball team that goes, come on, coach. Can I switch hit today? Come on, coach. Yes. I can do it. I've been practicing. Let me switch hit. Today's the day. I can, can switch I hit. Can I pitch today, coach? I've never never yeah. pitched all year. Never done, like you never even practiced it. Coach, come on, let me pitch today. Let me pitch. Yeah. And then eventually there's going to be a point where uh, all of a sudden it's the bottom of the seventh inning. Your team's just getting waxed. And it's like, yeah, sure. Go Fine. ahead. Ant's going to make a, Ant, the Timberwolves are going to be up by 30 in a game because Ant's already been doing this. He's been trying to do glass shots for three pointers uh, and blowouts. And then he looks back at his bench. He's just like, ah, so like he's going to do it in a blowout where he's going to shoot with his left hand and make it. And I'm going to be, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be so funny. And also I'm glad we brought this up. I'm glad this conversation, uh, leaned this way. I hope he does it. And then I hope he gets punched in the face and never does it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Were, fair. If you were doing that to me, if that was my team and you were blowing my team out and you just start screwing around and you like, if he jacks up a three left-handed, I'm taking him out period. If not that game, the next time we play it, the second I get to send him in the second row, I know the league doesn't work that way as much anymore, but if he starts messing with people that way, it's going to end in a bruised rib and he needs to be, like get into the lane and do everything left-handed, finish left-handed, do all that stuff. If you got to turn around and bank it in off the glass with you, understand all of that. If you're just jacking up threes left-handed and you're blowing the other team out, you're going to get a black eye. He needs to know that that's going to happen. Yeah, 
No, I mean, that's fair. That's going to with malice at the palace to electric boogaloo is going to be, uh, is going to be great. Yeah. If that does happen. Yeah. And uh, then Rudy Gobert is going to pick that guy up over his head. He's going to go ah, like donkey Kong and throw and that then Draymond green's going to come out of nowhere, like running in and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just like it's a Royal rumble. Right. Well, uh, yeah. Exactly. Do it on a goal. Timberwolves and Anthony Edwards. Do it when Golden State has a night off, so you can hire in, for, you know, for, gun for hire. Draymond Green. He can run right. out of the tunnel the second you shoot the long three left-handed. The other team has Draymond Green on speed dial, and all of a sudden, well, that guy's chirping. It's, but God, that's Draymond Green's music. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. So, uh, last couple things we'll talk about on the sports desk today, and then we'll be done. Uh, first off. Uh, fanatics, we've talked about just kind of the cheapness of the, the, a new apparel. Cause Nike licenses their logo. That's all they're contributing, but fanatics is the one and Nike like designs things like the patterns, but fanatics is the one who actually makes the clothing. Like they're the ones who put the fabric in. They're the ones who do whatever. And, um, it's been pretty bad. Uh, been pretty bad headlines for them. Pretty much always. Is it, is it the first year for this first year? First year for this. And by the way, they're going to be taking over the NHL next season. And I don't think the NFL and NBA are too far behind. Like sure. they, they're, they're cornering the market on it. And when it turns out when you corner the market, you don't have to answer to competitors, which means you can try and do things like make materials very cheap and crappy. And that is what fanatics has been doing. The, the players union talked about it right away. And the players union has chirped back again, this time over pants. The pants on the eggshell colored uh, pants are see-through now. So that's great. Uh, you could see when Twins players, because they had their media day yesterday to take pictures, wore their game wear, like uniforms they will wear in a game. You could see the little tag underneath their legs. Like you could see it in their in their pant legs. Like their spandex their... or sliding shorts or whatever. Through. Right, mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Like a high school, like a high school uniform, like a bad junior high uniform. You could see yeah. that. And not only that, you could see their compression shorts, which is underwear. And in some, you could see more than that. Uh, I'm just going to well, put it's it baseball. It's baseball. You get a good picture of the bat and balls. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay. Now. I mean, <laughs> Um, I got nothing else to say. That's there's they are their paper uniforms, and it like literally like we've talked about it. Whatever, right? Like the logos and the Mm -hmm. numbers and the names, they look like they're ironed on or or like they're they're screen pressed, not embroidered. Right? That's not it's um. I, what I wondered when this started to happen, this conversation was like, okay, is this just like, it's the spring training stuff and it's not going to be that big of a deal because, you know, there's always new hats. They always wear a different kind of looking uniform. And there's just not a lot training. to talk about. And There's yeah. not much going on. Is this just going to be like, they need to deal with it until April? Who cares? They're going to slide and rip their pants and they'll just get another pair. They're cheap to, they're cheaply made. So they're easy to replace whatever. And then yesterday was the day that official like pictures started rolling out and that poor guy for the giants. And I mean, every baseball fan in the entire country could draw a picture for his family now about different (laughs) body parts that he it's the poor guy. Like there's just what, what that's, 
that's going to be in the media guide all season long. And it's on the internet forever because fanatics decided they needed to make their pants out of wet paper towels. Well, I think every time that there's a, a game that rains, uh, I think the PA loudspeakers are required by MLB law to play She's My Cherry Pie. And uh, <laughs> because it's going to be a I wet t-shirt. I fell in love contest. with a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to turn into a wet t-shirt contest. Because turns out every major league team has a white version of their uniform, jersey, pants. Mm-hmm. So it's going to happen. I don't. I and don't they're going to. The thing that's about them, too, is they're going to rip. They're like, gonna rip. They're, every time somebody slides outfield, I mean, they were they were anyway. Pants don't rip as often anymore as they used to because they don't have literal gravel in the infields like old baseball parks. But these pants are gonna rip too. It's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. Uh, last thing to talk about the Minnesota Twins. Uh, we talked about last week. You can go back and listen to those shows about the TV deal. The Twins going with Bally. Some options on the table where they could have did the MLB TV option. And the Diamondbacks, who got kicked off of their Bally contract last year, announced that you can watch, if you subscribe to MLB.tv, if you pay $100 for this plan, to watch all, you can watch all of the Diamondbacks games, pre-game show, post-game show, the game, all of the Diamondbacks games for $100, bucks, 99 probably some tax in there. It's subject to blackout rules in certain areas of the country where Bally still exists. So it's not... Anywhere you can watch it, which is awesome. Uh, but that's that's what they have. So they and a lot of twins fans were like, come on, couldn't Bally have couldn't the twins have just did this instead of Bally? The Diamondbacks ownership group, they get it. And to which I'll have a couple points, and I know you have some thoughts on this too, Corey. My two points are one, uh, the twins would have did the MLB.tv option if Bally wasn't a thing. So, but Bally was a thing. And Arizona got kicked out of their dime, uh, their Bally contract middle of last year. So they had to have their games on like MLB.tv and whatever. Like their access was almost minimal. And they only went to MLB.tv because out of necessity, that was their only option. And second, if we're going to talk about the Diamondbacks ownership versus the Twins ownership, this is not a defense of the Polads broadly. This isn't a binary choice. I would take the Polads because after winning the NL pennant, the Diamondbacks owner in his first media availability of spring training after winning the National League and making a World Series appearance talked about moving the team if they don't get a new stadium. So, no, I just, I'm not going to be, you can be frustrated about the Twins TV situation and payroll spending and all that stuff. I completely get it. But to say the Diamondbacks are in a better spot than the Twins is just not looking at the full view. I think the general rule is we can we can glean from this as we can in a lot of other instances around the real world is um, billionaires are to not be trusted or liked or adored or respected pretty much in any way, shape or form ever because they don't get it. It's not it's it's their fault because they're a part of the like it's it, it's barely their fault. <laughs> like it's, it's their money, whatever. And, the, and they can choose to stay attacked or attached to the real world or not, but they're, they just, you get to be a part of a machine at some point that's so big and powerful. And you have so much money that like, you, you, they just, you just lost all touch. They lose all touch all the time. Everyone who's ever a billionaire has not a single clue about what it's like to be a fan. They might love their team. They might love their players. 
they don't understand what it's like to have to drive from central Minnesota into Minneapolis and hope that the rain that's forecast for the day stays away. Right. Because otherwise you're just going to have to turn around and you're going to have to get back in your car for three hours and come home and use that data at a later time. But if you can, because it's a, they'll never understand it. They have, they've lost total base with reality. And I hate, I don't hate them. I don't like them. And the thing is, is with all of this is like, yeah, you can be frustrated with the twins not spending as much and with the twins like PR moves. And like, we've talked about it on this program, but uh, the Diamondbacks would have done the exact same thing. The twins would have did if Bally would have offered them a contract of 80% because like imagining, because what the Cleveland and Texas got was like an 80% basically of what they were going to get. So whatever that number is times by 0.8, there you go. It, that's what it is. And the Diamondbacks aren't getting a lot of money off this TV revenue. Like they're going to, they're basically just doing it because they need to get some outreach for their games. And the twins were willing to do that until they found a way to take the money. And now if your argument is, well, the twins just took the money and ran, well, that's a different story, but don't think the Diamondbacks also wouldn't have just taken the Bally money. They don't get it. And I think you spoke to that. They just, they don't. So, so this, this is the thing with twins fans and the fans more broadly, but I'm using twins fans. Cause I just saw this yesterday of, you know, if you're going to be mad about something, just like, get a little perspective to make sure that like, is this worth being mad about? Is this, I have my opinions, but I want to hear what you have to say first. Is this a good deal for Cardinal fans? Like, is it a good deal that, Hey, congratulations, your games are available. Give us a hundred dollars. Is that a good deal for them? Well, uh, for the team or for the fan? Give me both. If you want. For the team, it makes them no money. Like, it doesn't make them the money. Like, because if you think about it, the Twins got like $60 million from Bally Sports last year. Uh, and if the Twins did MLB.TV for 100 bucks for the season, which is less than a dollar a game, it's, you know, it's a lot of money. And, you know, it's not, you know, if you have cable, it's thrown in there, whatever. Like, I get it. But, like, on, on its face, it's justifiable. Uh, so, like... The point is, is how many of those would you have to sell to get to 60 million? That'd be a lot. So like the math just, so for the team, the TV contract is better. It makes them more money for the fan. It offers you a chance of X of access. You get, you pay the hundred bucks. It's on MLB.tv app. You can watch it anywhere. You can listen to the radio broadcast on top of the, of the video. Like there's some cool things about it. Uh, also, though, like we just talked about, they're restricted, like the Diamondbacks, they're restricted to local blackouts. So if you live in Iowa and you're a Diamondbacks fan, you're probably not going to be able to watch Diamondbacks games on MLB.tv, which is frustrating. So, you know, it's a better deal than nothing. I would say that if you're, you know, it's, I would say it's better than nothing and it's not bad, but in terms of like, is this great? Probably not. Like they're so, going to have to figure out some long-term option with, with broadcasting. So here's what I think is BS about all of it is let's say you are, I, I can, I can only talk about myself. Let's say, let's say you are a fan of the Arizona Cardinals and you have decided that. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Arizona Diamondbacks. You're a fan of the Arizona Diamondbacks and you have uh, decided to make a move to YouTube TV. Right. Okay, 
and games weren't uh, they were available at first, but they're no longer available to you. And then Diamond Sports and Bally come out and say, "Hey, get this app." And how much was the app to, so you could watch Twins games on the app? It was like twenty to twenty. It was like twenty to thirty bucks a month, maybe somewhere in there. So, so for let's just say thirty bucks a month, we'll give it the full price for thirty bucks a month. If I wanted to, even though you you were the ones who took away my opportunity to see my favorite baseball team play every single day, now you're going to charge me thirty bucks a month to do that. Oh, now the team has been kicked off, or they've kicked themselves off. However, that works. Now the price is a hundred dollars to be able to see everything like I I get it that it's 20 to 30 bucks a month or it's a hundred dollars for the package. I understand right. that, but just make the games available. Just well, make and, the games available. Why what, on direct TV with all of this? So like last year, the diamondbacks or the Padres, like they were on a, uh, like direct TV and Comcast, like certain big providers would have like an extra channel, but MLB had to work that out separately. And does MLB want to work out deals with, I'm using YouTube TV as an example, because I have YouTube TV, probably not considering YouTube TV and major league baseball don't even have a deal to have major league baseball's own network on the provider, which is so dumb. It's so dumb for access. I don't get it. Major league baseball, the fanatics thing is going to come to all leagues. That's not just a major league baseball issue. They're the first to deal with it. And in the same way, major league baseball is the first to deal with the TV situation changing. Cause believe me, the Timberwolves in the wild are going to have to deal with the same thing. So like and if, if I were the Timberwolves in particular, I would be, I would be up in arms. My team is good. Get right. us on something. Well, and that's the thing. The twins came off winning a division. And it felt like people were like, oh, there's not a lot of hype. Well, like, yeah, because people can't watch your games in the middle of the year. Nobody was going to ballparks for a pennant chase because you limited who could watch it. I mean, the Twins put out numbers that said all of these people cannot watch it. And that's why. And then you're How going are they back supposed to... to know? How are they supposed to know? Right. And yeah, so. And now I'm supposed to pay $100. Right. If to you're be able a... to watch the. And that's for Diamondbacks fans who came off winning the pennant. So I, it's, in, it's infuriating infuriating. And we talked a little bit about all the twin stuff kind of in the earlier episodes this week. So you can go back and listen to like the poll ad interview talking about the TV situation and whatnot to get our thoughts on that. But I think it's a good place to end. I think it's a good place to end the week. We got a busy week next week of local high school sports content. So be sure to listen into the morning sports desk on Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts with radio.com, the Superstation K K one Oh six app. You can also find our streams on YouTube as well, a busy week of tournament action coming up next week. Hang with us on the morning sports desk. This has been today's episode for Friday, February 23rd. The morning sports desk available on demand on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and Wadena radio.com. <laughs>